Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Hello, welcome to TFLP episode 432. We are live tonight, uh, Monday, May 24th. <clears throat> so I apologize for uh, starting a little bit late tonight. Uh, one of our cast members is having some technical difficulties, so hopefully he can eventually join us. Uh, but uh, tonight uh, I am joined by Phil. Evening. And Peter. Forever Destron. Yep. So, so yeah, so we've got our like huge vertical panes, um, you know, here. So hopefully we can eventually go into the, the fort. Yeah, it is Paul's fault. So I, I was trying not to call him out, Zaldron, but, uh, you know, it's okay. I already did. <laughs> so, oh, yes, yeah, so Catherine says. Doing the uh, make sure and hit the uh, like button and subscribe if uh, you like our content here. We contemplated doing the episode with Paul frozen in the corner and uh, just decided not to at the last minute. <clears throat> so, yeah. Well, and he even has a relatively new computer, too, so I don't know what uh, what's up with that. So, yeah. I don't know. But, uh, but anyway, tonight we are talking about Fan First Friday, and our show will probably be longer than, than the actual stream. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I always enjoy talking, talking new toys. So, uh, so we can talk about the, the, the things we already knew about before um, that, they, that they revealed. So, Do we, do we want to talk at all about the, another re-release of the movie? Yeah, yes. so um, okay. what's funny was, is earlier today I was talking to Peter before the show, and we're like, hey, you still going to be on? He was like, oh, yeah, you know, did you order your Shot Factory, you know, Blu-ray, and he's or 4K, whatever it is. And he's like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, Completely, <laughs> yeah. I, I missed I missed the, the stream on Friday. I've been working. Things have been crazy, uh, like super crazy in every aspect of my life. So, uh, I missed the, missed the, missed the stream, had to get catch up later, missed the pre-order windows on everything. I had to be reminded about the steel book. It's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been busy. Hello, Katie. Yeah. So I was happy that, uh, that Lucas reminded me. So yeah, not, not a problem. I'm glad that it was still available. Uh, you know, so hopefully I don't know how limited those lithograph, uh, prints are. So, We'll see. Oh. But 
I mean, I think it's neat. Like, I think it's neat that they're going back and redoing it. It sounds like that they're, you know, putting a little bit of work into it. I do think one of the funniest things I heard in this in the stream on Friday was when they were talking about the coloring of these toys, and they're like, "Well, which which version of the movie are we using? Are we using the old version where the coloring is is you know a little oversaturated versus the new version where the coloring is like super bright and crisp?" and they had to to kind of figure that out because it was you know with some of these toys it's fairly distinct difference between the two versions. Well, it's like uh, Rodimus, right? Where he's he's pink essentially, and everyone's like, "I want my pink hot rod." Pink yeah. rod for me. Yeah, just I mean that just gives them more more avenues to release everything in in exclusive avenues. Did I already say avenues. Yep. Uh, so yeah, they can do SDCC and New York Comic Con and Pulse stuff and things overseas and then multi-packs and repacks. Just bring back Platinum Series. Just redo it 400 times for all the, those varying shades of cup and hot rod that we have in our lives and in our memories. Yeah. Just this gray cup. was. I remember when, when Takara showed their Legends gray cup and everyone's like, what? It's like, yeah, that's how we looked in the movie, man. I'm like, but did he? And you know yeah i guess he did but it still just it didn't seem right well and i've still had that debate like on that new the new cup that just came out uh because a lot of people hate the face on it and like it's not fantastic but i was like you know i can find some cells that look kind of like that face like in three dimensions or whatever and uh blur on the other hand i'm not sure i can but uh you know no no, that that someone gave Blur Jay Leno's chin. <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. I think it's exciting. Like I always enjoy getting new copies of uh, of the movie. It's all it's always a classic. It's always on you know, at least playing it uh, once or twice a year, at least if not more. Not weekly. Or weekly, sure. I mean. There's there's a standard. You have to meet it, right? To be on the show, to to hosts. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Isn't that what you do in like your prep for each episode? Is just you know Psych you don't have to necessarily up. watch it, but like at least have it in the AirPods as you're getting everything set up. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously the soundtrack. You know. Yeah. Not not necessarily the movie itself, but uh, you know I got a lot of catching up. You know, Peter's trying to send me the. Uh, you know, some of the English dubs of, of uh, you know, some of the headmasters and whatnot, so. Yes. Don't forget to remind me that before before we go to the show. I know it's like we've been working on this for two and a half years now, but <laughs> this, will, this will happen. This will happen. Every time, like, right before the show, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, it'd be cool to actually uh, to see that stuff, so. But I've seen I'm not some of it. It's, it's so. kind of painful. It's more than kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So. So yeah, I don't know if we want to go ahead and start talking about the toy reveals. I guess I'll. Uh... Share some of the uh, the web stuff here. So I mean, one of the things I thought was neat too is they they redid some of the artwork, um, for the uh, for the packaging too, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that was neat. Um, you know, I don't know if 
you know, I needed that to be part of the live streams, like just get me the toys. Um, but, but the artwork itself does look good. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it probably went on a little bit too long, but you know, we, we know about that on this show. Yeah, but we're not professionals. Those folks are. Ah, uh, are they? They're professionals I mean, not, at not, something. No, right. Yeah, I shouldn't say, but yeah. like presenting, presenting panels online, like is you know they're probably relatively new at that. Yeah, you could tell the marketing guy was like reading from a, a teleprompter script in front of him at several points during it. Right. All but right, I so... still like that better than the Marvel Legends marketing guy, where the Marvel Legends marketing guy is just like some thirty-five-year-old dude talking in all kind of hip-hop slang, and I'm just like, no, man, you're 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 too old. Stop this. Stop. Stop this act. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, is I actually kind of like uh, having you know the toy designers on there presenting this stuff, just because you can tell that they're they're passionate about it, and so it's it's really neat that they can actually show all of the fans like what uh, you know what they designed and all that. Like it's it's kind of a neat feeling, I'm sure. Yeah, almost any time when you have one of these things, it's just like like 90 10 rules what i'd say 90 percent let the designer talk 10 percent have the marketing dudes talk right so i am now currently on screen showing off uh slag slug what wh whatever his name is i think he's officially slug now right he's he's officially slug now again yeah again still And uh, I think there was already like video reviews of this guy up before they revealed him, but um, it's really neat to see him in an official capacity. He looks great. Yeah, no, oh, it, it is a great looking toy. I did find it interesting when they were describing him. They're like, oh, instead of the um, uh, Power of the Primes toy, where you know it's the the toy colored with the black head. Uh, he's got the, the red head and it's like, well, you were really close to saying he had blackface back in the day, didn't you? And it's just like, <laughs> that would have been, it's like, when you think about it, it's like, is that, hey, which part is his, his head and which part of his face? And is the Triceratops part of it? Because the toy, the Triceratops head is part of his head and, and the black part is just his face. And, but it was like, oh, they, they, they stepped around that and uh, it's probably for the best, but I'm sure they like had one or two versions of this where they said, oh, slugs blackface. And it was like, oh yeah, that, that probably, we probably don't want to say that. Yeah. Probably would be great. So the question on these Dinobots, have we actually gotten a masterpiece uh, version that's more of a cartoon aesthetic? Like Fans Toys had the option. Happen. Yeah, they they have the option to swap out the the face, the lower face, the head, upper head, and then I think uh, I want to say was it Giga Power, their Grassor figure. You could do the same thing. I think someone correct me in the comments. You could do some head swapping, face swapping, chunks. I don't know. Yeah, I mean we've got but, some really great third party Dinobots. That's for sure. 
Oh, 100%. But my, my question is, is like, are they more animation or tune or um, toy accurate? Or were they kind of in the middle? Because I know like a lot of the era of of these figures, um, it was kind of like that that masterpiece era was kind of like, you know, a combination of the toy and the tune. Whereas like nowadays, it's all, you know, just straight tune accurate. What what I'm getting at is I know Anna the other day was was talking about that that she's like oh finally animation accurate Dinobots and I was like oh I didn't didn't even think about that but I mean they they look really good. I mean I think the third party ones and I'll be honest I don't own them myself but from what I've seen they slightly skew more toy aesthetic not so much from the coloring but just from the certainly the glossiness to them, the, the shininess, the chromeness to them, whereas the, the heft, the build, the, the scale, yes, all, they, yeah. they had, they fit in that cast shot like they would in the cartoon, but they yeah. do have a toyetic aesthetic and fans toys. Hi kitty. Uh, oh, uh, fans toys did release like more, you know, they, they had like the super shiny versions and then the, the kind of toned down versions or whatever. For their Dinobots. Right. Right. I mean, um, honestly, third party's done a fantastic job with all the all the Dinobots. I think I've owned most of them in one iteration or another. Um, and uh, you know, I I feel like it's almost hard to do a bad job with uh, with with the Dinobots. So, but this is a great. I mean, as far as mainline is concerned, I mean, we've never had anything that's approached this. No, I think I mean, the, the I mean, go ahead. Yeah, the, the the combiner Volcanicus set was just like it was like I'm finally gonna sell my Volcanicus set, and I, the only reason I've kept it is because we didn't unless you got by the third party. Like, what else is out there that's better? Like, there wasn't. It wasn't great, but that was the best that we had from Hasbro. Um, I mean, you know, animated slag I, I freaking love, but that's a very different aesthetic and you know, different different look. Um, you know, all the Baver stuff obviously is very different, but like in terms of looking like the G1 toy or the G1 cartoon, you know, that, that, uh, you know, uh, it's not power of the primes, which was that, what was that subline? Um, that's power of the primes. That was power of the primes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Combiner wars, Titans return power of the primes. Yeah. Uh, that power of the primes set was, you know, the Volcanicus set was the best we had and it was, pretty underwhelming yeah i mean i didn't hate it at the time but yeah like it's definitely it's it's one of those things that um you know mine will go into combined mode and will just be volcanicus from now on for the rest of his life so i'm sorry You know, when, once you get like a bunch of upgrade kits, uh, then it, it's not that horrible. Once you, yeah, once you spend more than Volcanicus himself on upgrade kits, then he's a passable thing that shouldn't exist. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I'm right I'm there in, with you. Yeah. I, I'm in like a little bit of a purge phase for my collection. So he is on the chopping block. If anyone's going to go. Yeah, honestly, I prefer the Power Core Combiner's Dinobot Combiner over Volcanicus. But that's a different character. 
It is, but I'm just saying in terms of a Dinobot combiner, I prefer the Power Core combiners as a Grimstone. I prefer him over Volcanicus. And I'm well aware that Power Core combiners don't have a ton of love in the Transformers fandom. But, and they have a fun story in Japan uh, where Grimstone is actually Grim Master, who is actually Kakaryu from the Dino Force from Victory, which is just awesome. So, so there. Totally the ignorant of that till just now. <laughs> yeah, at the end of Victory, the the Dino Force, you know, they they stop being Destrons and they join the Cybertron forces, and then later, 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 much later, uh, Kakaryu becomes Grim Master and gets his own set of Master Drones or whatever they're called, and and, and yeah, neat. See, as a dinosaur nerd, I love the fact that we got dinosaurs that had never been dinobots before so you know Demetrodon Parasilophosaurus, Ankylosaurus Starachosaurus um, I forget what the fifth one was but uh, yeah I was like ooh di- dinosaurs that were never dinobots I, I, I'm down for that my scorn is my favorite one from the Bayverse scorn's pretty good the Bayverse ones, if they weren't like so minty colored, like so candy colored, the like the they had a platinum reissue set, and I really like that. In terms of, oh, is he coming? Is he here? Say something. I can hear you, and oh we can hear gosh. you. We can hey, hear you. Now. It's a victory. Hey, right. technology. Look at that. Not nice of you to finally join minutes. us, Paul. Did I miss everything. No, we're barely in. So we're talking about power core combiners. Barely scratched the surface. Yep, yep. We, we've already veered way off course, so you know. You're talking about my least favorite Transformers ever, so I'm glad <laughs> I'm here. As I said, I know they're not people's favorites. <laughs> That's me. Or what is it? Did you do something to me? It's just a just when I hold you up, you get funny colored. Uh, yeah, this is you when you were frozen. You were just stuck for a long time, and we made we made fun of you, and we were gonna hopefully leave you up during the during the show, but then you went away. So I'm gonna just thousand, go and hold you up for a minute here. Thousand yard stare, just that, that looks like a younger me before before <laughs> times before before the dark times before the empire before oh, before the computer update. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whole epoch changed while I was doing that. Hey, y'all got y'all, anyone need a Unicron? <laughs> um, so where are you at? Uh, power, so we're talking power about core slug. combiners. Yeah, well, power core, but we're just talking about how amazing he is and how much better he is than all the other crap we've gotten before. So looks looks pretty cool. Can't wait for more. So yeah. can we briefly, Lucas, do you have pictures of the announcements, that, that non-announcements, the, the things that just showed up Saturday, the Cyberverse guys? Because uh, there's more Dinobots there. Ready. Yeah, because you got another slug. We have another slug. Two days in a row of slugs. And this one, for some bizarre reason, combines with Megatron. Really? What was that? Yeah. 
that, that came out on Saturday. It was it's Bumblebee plus Swoop equals Swoople Boople, and uh, yeah, and and Megatron plus Slug equals Slugatron, or I don't I don't know the names. It just yeah. I, the photos popped up. And, and oh, like, I was photos? looking at. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, was I didn't see the, that. Yeah, there was a work. There was a whole news story. <laughs> so, so Peter, somehow you missed the like the new movie coming out again, but your leaks or whatever, you're like straight on it. If you've got ridiculous Cyberverse stuff coming out, then I'm going to know about that. I love that series. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Cyberverse. That's why I didn't. Yeah, it right. probably just totally went over my head. I didn't. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. I, I know you're a Cyberverse uh, extreme collector, so you're just well. No, but I'm not a Transformers elitist that ignores half the stuff coming out. Oh. Mm. Sure. The, the Even though it's Megatron, garbage. Yeah, the oh. Megatron thing looks looks bad. And, and it doesn't explain why Megatron is combining with an Autobot. I was trying to see if they changed Slug's faction or some way. Like, nope, still an Autobot. The, yeah. the Swoop Bumblebee thing looks decent. Like, in both those toys... You could tell that like one of the toys they actually put some effort into and made kind of look neat, and the other one just looks like a brick. And it, and the Megatron one, Megatron is the, the the higher end one compared to Slug, and Bumblebee and Swoop. Swoop looks a lot better than Bumblebee, and it's it's a halfway decent looking Swoop that I, I kind of want to pick up. They look this much better than, if you guys remember the RID fifteen duo combiners, the duo. Yeah. Yeah, they're oh. this much better than those where they kind of like pop into or fold into a unit, but they still they still transform individually. Yep. So they they're they're fun and kids will like them and it's your their favorite characters and it's going to be in support of that new TV movie or YouTube movie or whatever the hell season four is supposed to be. It's going to be fun and that makes me think and or hope we'll do both think and hope that there are going to be more Dinobots in Cyberverse down the road. I mean, I I will say that the old duo combiners weren't bad. The the ones where they actually combined, like, multiple, like there was a, a Minasaur. Minasaur. Yeah. Oh, God, that thing is hot garbage. So, because I, I got yeah, that I got from on... a kid, and he was excited about it, and then after he opened it and played with it, and he was like, yeah, like, he just, like, lost interest almost immediately. I got my son on clearance, the Bumblebee one, where it's like the whole team combines. And I never like realized that until for the longest time that Drift somehow turns into the sword. Um, it's just like Drift's colors. It doesn't look anything like Drift, um, but it's orange and black sword. Uh, I've got that one and the, the Galvatron Cyclonus one. And it's a, that's a fun Cyclonus mold. Um, but, but yeah, for the most part, you know, the limbs especially are, are, the are just limbs. garbage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did, did anyone catch the names on these guys? Bumble Swoop and Slugtron. Whoa. I mean, Bumble Swoop especially is like, they that was like an all-nighter in the marketing department. Like, what do we name this guy? <laughs> let's, let's put on a yeah. couple pots of coffee here, folks. We are going <laughs> to hammer this one out. Yeah, so, so, second runner-up was just Boop. <laughs> I would have gone for boop. I want masterpiece boop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's all sorts of 
so, going to be a whole bunch of surprises in Cyberverse coming our way. You know, like there's been listings that have been sort of leakity leaked that no so. one knows about. Shh. Yeah. So it's just in, you know, I don't think anyone's super shocked by the by this. You know, it it it's just the, like you said, the RID pattern of like gimmicky kid friendly stuff and. I, I'm so, honestly kind of surprised that there's leaks for that because normally the way it works is is that something shows up in the store and we didn't even know about it. There's a sighting. You're like, oh, hey, look, it's a new thing. That has been the trend with Cyberverse, which has been, inter- and, and later RID stuff, which has been interesting as opposed to all the constant listing leaks and and proto stolen stuff and things falling off of trucks and things showing up at paul's house and and whatever i mean allegedly whatever else is going on in the in the in the run-up to an official announcement and or release sometimes the cyberverse shop stuff shows up at paul's house but not very often and the thing is people just don't care so you don't Typically. I know I know a couple guys who care. Yeah, I, I just mean you know the, the generations is where the the bulk of the people our age and the people online are like all clamoring about. But this stuff's out there. You know, it's it's all getting made at the same factories and it all is in the same the orbit of the same moons of Saturn. So right, um, but most of the time people just haven't even cared enough to. It's like yeah. leak it. So that that's the thing I think is kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you get the, if, if, if someone's like, Hey, would you like this cool generations toy? You've no one's ever seen or this bumble swoop. No one's ever seen. People are going to go with the non bumble swoop option. Almost a hundred percent of the time. I think unless it was named boop, of course, but I guess I wanted to bring up, I don't know if you guys have touched on this, but you know, we're talking about the, the reveals, the Hasbro reveals from Transformers Friday, I guess we'll call it whatever. FanFest Friday. FanFest fan, Friday. Fan Fest for Yep. Fan first? Fan from Fan Fest. There were lots of Fs. Definitely lots of Fs. On, on both oh, sides of the screen. Triple there's F. just so many Fs. Fs in the chat. <laughs> do, do you think that Hasbro is getting more comfortable with the idea of like frequent little reveals and it's like working for them or do you think they would like to go back to like here's the whole wave for the next few months in one day or do you think they've like because of pulse maybe they've realized hey batching this stuff is better for us but there's tons of things that get missed i feel like when they do it this way i guess there always has been you gotta stop talking and stop asking the question so we can answer any one part of the 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 run-on questions that you just dropped on (laughs) us so please please do batching yes that way we are monthly excited or quarterly excited or every other month excited for whatever the pile of junk is that they're throwing at us because they know we're going to eat it up and if we're not going to eat it up the scalpers are going to eat it up someone's going to eat it up kids are going to eat it up we're all hungry for robots. So let's eat. I mean, I'm trying to think as far as like Toy Fair and SCCC, did they reveal everything or is it just certain? It was only a couple waves, right? So didn't they always like kind of drop like a couple things in the middle 
anyway or like didn't even announce them just kind of put them out there kind of thing it, it varied by year <clears throat> it, some some years they were like this is pretty much you know the first three waves of the year and then some some years is like here's two things so this is what we got Sorry, yeah, I, feel, I feel like it's never been consistent it's been very all over the place yeah i mean toy fair usually was a pretty darn big tentpole and then San Diego and then New York as well had started to become bigger tent poles in terms of reveals. But it kind of just depended on where they were in terms of the schedule stuff. Was it ready to show or not? Um, you know, so, yeah, but Toy Fair is, I mean, Paul, you've been to multiple Toy Fairs, so you can attest to just like walking around and be like, man, boatloads of things being shown. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's different. The last time it was, the last few years has been a little different because they have so many brands to show that they they only talk about like a third of the stuff that's on the floor. Like, like I remember the I think it was the last year where they showed off like Siege Jetfire and Omega Supreme. All this new Cyberverse, the whole new Cyberverse wave was there, and they didn't even mention it. You just had to like run into it on the floor and be like, "Holy cow!" You know, like all the all the kiddie stuff. Or the gimmicky stuff, they kind of, you know, they just don't bother mentioning usually for, um, unless it's a new show. Like they showed clips of Cyberverse and stuff, but they, they like didn't make it. They didn't waste, I'm not going to say waste time, but they didn't spend time talking about that in the presentation. So there, there's always more stuff like on display than they necessarily like give you promo shots of or tell you ahead of time is coming. Like the bot bots always had their own table and a display, but they would always talk about the tent pole piece and maybe at least the first wave or two, but they wouldn't like talk about the battle masters or all the micromasters that were coming. They'd be, you know, there was always more stuff than they had time to really focus on, but they would show a lot of it at, at, uh, I think they showed the most stuff at toy fair, like throughout the year. Because I think it, they were also showing retailers that stuff for the first time. And, and that's the thing is, is I kind of feel like that this is a good way for them to, you know, kind of get these toys out in the forefront. Because, you know, a lot of times they have, you have toy reviewers and you have podcasters and whatnot. But I mean, so many people just aren't plugged into that, that, you know, doing this type of thing and not just a one shot like toy fair kind of thing i think like is helps them out and like i don't see i mean in, in my opinion i feel like they should just do a fan first friday like every or whatever it's called like every week and then just like rotate through all the brands like you know marvel legends and star wars and you know whatever whatever they may happen to have and like even if it's you know magic or if it's like board games or just whatever you know just kind of get used to to doing that because like they can always i mean shoot like this thing would they show off four toys i think i mean yeah like I, there's a lot of reveals they do where they've they've dropped like some of those select figures just randomly on a friday like why not have an event for that and i mean i don't know i'm sure i'm sure the logistics for that or it's a lot easier said than done um, that it probably still takes a fair amount of, of time to line up like all the moderators and in all the AV stuff and, and all that type of thing. But you know. I, I think it's probably pretty a lot of a lot of moving parts. And especially if you're talking about putting it up for sale, you know, do, and 
They could always do pre-orders, but I'm sure they would rather not if they can just have the thing on hand and sell it like right away. Um, but um, I, I agree. I think I think they should do, if they could do it every week. I mean, I know they could. Like it seems like they have enough product. It may not be in the warehouse ready to ship, so maybe that's why they wait for like you know logistics, like you said. But I, I wish they would, and I wish it was consistent. I feel like this spring they've been doing it about once a week. So last week, last Friday was Transformers. The Friday before that was Power Rangers. And the two weeks before that was uh, Marvel Legends. And then this coming week, we're getting another Marvel Legends one. So, you know, there's there's three that they're doing. Um you know, so I mean, there, there's three brands that they're doing four weeks in a row of uh, with those three brands. I mean, I don't think you have enough when it comes to G.I. Joe to, to do that. You know, G.I. Joe is so much more of a sporadic line. But between Power Rangers, G.I. Joe, Marvel Legends, I'm sorry, Power Rangers, Marvel Legends and uh, Transformers and then Star Wars, you know, throw that in there here and again, you can you can run, you know, a couple weeks in a row before things, you know, start to fall off. Maybe they ease up with the summertime as people go on vacations. I'm, I'm curious to see what these will look like once people start going back into the offices. Will they be able to have this as a more permanent setup? Or like, hey, this is, this is the room where we do all these at and have it as like a permanent sort of place. And they have like mini dioramas that they can put the toys in so you could show them. And, you know, that would be kind of neat. Um, I would love that. Know, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd be excited, too, even if they started doing, like, Nerf and some of those types of things, too. Because, you know, I don't know. Like, some of that stuff's, you know, need to see. And so then it almost if you get used to, okay, I know on Fridays that at, you know, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, whatever, I'm going to tune into the Hasbro stream and just see whatever new toys they have. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a bad, bad way to go. Yeah, Zaldron just said, yeah, May the 4th was Star Wars Day. They had one, you know, that day. So it's, it's, they've been rolling through these things at least, you know, when maybe April and May or just maybe the month of May on a pretty darn consistent basis. I guess it's just kind of funny when something just goes up for sale out of nowhere and like there's no hoopla. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> why why did you do that pulse and it sells out so it doesn't matter a little bit, yeah pulse right. tries to make it a hoopla with the emails um the marvel legends ones have kind of befuddled me because there's been some store exclusive marvel legends that i had no idea were coming or i shouldn't say no idea I had a small slight inkling they were coming and it'd be like an hour after the fact that i'm seeing someone post on a facebook group like oh there's a new marvel legends uh walmart exclusive captain america i was like Wait, what? And then Walmart is such a terrible website that unless someone sends you the link, it, it's darn near impossible to find the listing for the toy. Yeah, if you just look up Captain America on the Marvel or on the Walmart website, you're just going to find 600,000 items that say America good and yeah. America, America woohoo. <laughs> oh, even if you look up Marvel Legends Infinity Saga Captain America and That's you too many press words. search... And then you sort by new, nothing, nothing comes up. Like you got to use Google. You got to use Google yeah. to search for on Walmart. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, no, oh, 100%. Yeah, it, Google actually works a lot better. 
Um, but I, I will say that I'm really excited that the Walmart exclusives have been going up on Pulse as well. So that if I can never have to order anything from Walmart.com again, I I will be, you know, completely happy. Like, I don't hate going to Walmart, but my God, like their website is just so bad. Like, and again, it's not bad about ordering in-stock item. It's pre-ordered, like anything pre-ordered. And then it's like a roll of the dice if they ship it to you in a bubble mail or whatever. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> True. So. So who do we have um, after Slug? Who are we doing So next? after Slug, uh, let's see here. It's been a half hour since we've been on Slug. Right? Um, so Rekgar is the next one on the, uh, photo slideshow here. So he looks absolutely fantastic. It's perfect. It's perfect. You even got the spikes. It's great. Are the forearm spikes that long in the movie? Okay. I mean, those have to be rubber, right? I hope they are, are child eye poking, piercing, (laughs) Piercing robotic points. Third, third quality, sharp, third party quality sharpness. You know, like you will, you can pierce your child's ear with these, with these spikes right here. <laughs> yeah, that's a and, darn good looking toy. And, and the chest things, do they, do they rotate? It kind of looks like they're on a ball joint. I think they, yeah, I think they are. Interesting. It's amazing that the he can ride. He can ride himself. Yep. That's, that they, was very important. On the seat, he has the 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 little fin, the little blade poking up. Has anyone looked under his butt to see if he has a slot to like marry them together? I tried to see on the the slideshow, but I couldn't tell. But I'm hoping that that way you can lock him in. Because like the way his waist unfolds, it's like a little like a long flat like fin almost, and you have to unfold mm. his waist and then. So that would correlate to if he's sitting on himself, it would be a fin in his, it'd be a butt crack is what it would be. Um, But you can't see under there from the photography, which is fine. They shouldn't be taking pictures of the robot's butts, Uh, but, uh, but more undercarriages or whatever we want to call them today. Skid plates, skid plates. Um, But uh, yeah, for, for stability's sake, I would think that he had some sort of like crack. I, I would assume he has to have a crack. I mean, I, I will say, and, and Lucas, you can probably attest to this pretty well, you know, with Marvel Legends toys, getting an action figure to sit on a motorcycle is pretty arduous of a task, especially then to balance said toy on a motorcycle. Um, you know, I, I'm wondering if they have a stand or maybe they'll do like a, I, I would kind of enjoy if they did a junkie on down the road, little box set that came with maybe some extra weapons and and like a little uh, diorama kind of thing that you could plunk the wheels down into so it didn't roll away. Um, but yeah, action figures on motorcycles are awesome looking and often fall over and topple your whole shelf. It, it looks like there is a kickstand, according to the photo. Okay. I can see one underneath there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really get a chance to check this out like closely. It does look really good. Like they really nailed it. Yeah. 
yeah this is this is pretty darn incredible honestly i mean that like some of these some of these figures that come out like there's a few where you're like eh you know it's passable but then you I, I just always wonder if there's someone like was there like a huge retgar fan you know like that that you know whatever spent forever designing this thing Maybe. i don't i don't care if there was a huge retgar fan or not designing it whoever designed it really just sang us a song and it's a beautiful beautiful song it's just amazing that it took so long to get here it took 35 years like what <laughs> yeah i mean this is kind of crazy this is a mainline toy on to be honest <clears throat> would you say so... it's a mini masterpiece lucas <laughs> I-, I might <laughs> I mean, so so let me pause on that note, though. For a character like Rekgar and then the subsequent Junkions, I know Rob has got a lot of the third-party Junkions, but that, you know, you start to add up that cost very quickly. I mean, this is definitely something that I would see myself like, all right, buying five or six third-party Junkions? Yeah, buying five or six Voyager-class Junkions? All right, I'll, I'll army build that. Um... Like, you know, I would I would probably do that, you know, very quickly without much convincing versus spending that kind of dough on third party. I mean, I know the third party will definitely look better, but, you know, when you're buying quantity like that, I mean, this is this might surpass, a, a, you know, not surpass, but like, you know, get me to not buy a masterpiece toy or masterpiece caliber toy. Well, I mean, you can always do the X-Trans bots one as your, like, main display. And then, you know, like you said, the background, like, army builders, you, you get this. Yeah. KFC. KFC, Sorry. yeah, that's what I was going to say, yeah. KFC. I, I, I apologize. I forget which one is which. Well, I mean, Keith is designing for both now, so I... Right. Yeah. It's, it's interchangeable for me. Mostly, yeah. That that's a good figure though too. Like I do enjoy that one. But on the back of the box it says Junkion Dance Party. Is that the uh, the cutout that's gonna come with it? The little scene dial? I hope so. I guess. They need to have a, a non posable, non transforming wheelie stuck in breakdance upside down mode. <laughs> or maybe that's why his legs are bent like that, so that he can be posed in upside down breakdance mode. I gotta say, the only thing I think this is missing is the little TV that he pulls out. We talk TV! Again, <laughs> a Junkion accessory pack. That might show I mean, up there, in there the There has pack. to be a bunch of repaints TV. and packs and all that of this, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Makes sense. A big, big girder for Daniel to hit him with. Look at how far this that they have come with this. Oh, I mean, yeah, look at look at how this not my favorite G one toy. Now no. remember the toys were designed based on the Floro Dairy drawings, and then the cartoons character models were animated based on further revisions of that. So the toys are based on earlier revisions of 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 Dairy's control art or whatever. Yeah. So they came out of different places in the in the process, but yeah, we should have gotten a nicer Rekgar a long, long time ago. I like the RTS one. I like the yeah the the redecos and retools that came out of that 
and the little fun three pack and all that, whatever. Great. And then there were the made in Japan add on sets that you could differentiate further your, your junkie on army. And a lot of us went all in on that. And, uh, I don't regret it, but man, this is a big step up. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Yeah, I'm not a big reveal the shield Rekgar fan, so this is this is really hitting a sweet spot for me. Um, I bought the Combiner Wars one and I opened it and was just like, ah. I mean, the head's better, the face is better than the reveal of the shield, but then it's just like it's it's just groove. It's just you know. Oh, not yeah. I'm not even talking about the tiny combiner wars. Uh, oh, you mean the uh, the, the deluxe scale. The, yeah, the I'm talking about the Walgreens, Walgreens one. Exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many of us have all all the cards for the Walgreens one? <laughs> you and Nick. And Scotty, he probably has them too, right? Yeah. So. I probably do without realizing it, though. <laughs> having, having probably thrown some away. Oh, no. I'll throw cards away. Just just throw them at me. I, I will. Next time. Put them I mean. in the spokes <laughs> of your bicycle. Makes a really cool noise. So I do have a question about those the the little characters that came the, uh, they're coming with the leader class figures. Do you guys like those, or do you think it's kind of a waste of resources? Waste of plastic, waste of uh, parts count. Yeah. I want I want better weapons. Missing TVs, missing missing weapons. I'd, I'd rather have that stuff than a non knees, non elbows, non transforming thing. Yeah, I definitely think that that's kind of miss <clears throat> for them. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess I appreciate where they're trying to go, but yeah, I, I don't I don't think it was needed. I find it to weird. Me, that... it... Go ahead, Paul. I find it weird that they will they like refuse to paint the faces on these exosuits. So the second one that's been like blank face. Like the one that came with Buzzworthy Bumblebee is the same thing. Except they just painted it all like blue. It's weird. That's it. Yeah. Cheapens it even further, is all I'm saying. Right. I think to me the biggest disappointment is does that mean we're not gonna get a studio series wheelie? Um you know. Legends Wheelie's pretty good. But uh, you know. Um a studio series wheelie would be a lot better. Even if he was at the core core class, I would be okay with that. Yeah. I don't need a deluxe with my air quotes, my deluxe $25 wheelie with extra slingshot parts or, or, or whatever. But yeah, a little core class cutesy guy that actually transformed would be a lot of fun. Yep. Cause that's an awesome car mode in my opinion. So I, I guess we got some love for Power of the Prime's Rekgar uh, in the chat. So they thought that was better than Reveal the Shield. So, I, I mean, it wasn't horrible, but like you said, I mean, this is just a, a lot better. Yeah. Again, same thing like with Slug, where it's just light years better than what we've gotten in the past. 
So the one thing I'm curious about, and I didn't notice this about Nah until you look at the packaging, is that did you notice that the Dinobot, or not the Dinobot, sorry, the Sharktacon like face or whatever, is a separate piece in the packaging? So is he a parts former? Uh, I think it. It's weird that they decided to do that because it just goes a. It just connects to his his hood, like, and you can see he could have just moved down in the box a little bit. It's really a strange decision. So I have a theory on that. That we're gonna get a future exclusive with the ripped in half face. But that's an easy way to do the sliced in half face. Not a bad idea. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, if you did a pit of judgment. Two set with pink hot rod, gray cup, and ripped in half face uh, Sharkicon. That would be that would be a fun follow up from last year. Maybe a, are, are there any other Quintesson guards that they haven't done yet? Quintesson characters from that uh, room from that, that scene, or just in general? Yeah. No. The, did they do the prosecutor? They did a little slug prosecutor. Yeah. Um, Maybe the, the guy bailiffs. who flips the switch. Yeah, the executioner. Um, they haven't done him. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the only one I think. Or they could do one of the season. I mean, this isn't a movie, but they could do with some of the other Quintessons that, like the scientists and weirdos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The wizard guy. Yeah. What an asshole he was. Mara Al Uthra or whatever his name was. Yeah. Big giant eyes. So, yeah, it's a good uh, idea, Phil. I was going to say, so now now I'm showing off the uh, Sharkicon here. What, what do you guys think about them? I can't say perfection enough. I, I feel like I'm going to start getting like repetitive. But, uh, yeah. I already have lots and lots of Sharkicons, and these are welcome additions. Yeah, it looks awesome. I did enjoy on the uh, the live stream Friday how they're like, oh, his name's Naw. Not not that there's a good reason for him or that he was ever named Naw, just except the G1 toy was called Naw, so therefore forever on moving forward. The Sharkicons, who are never given a name in anything else, are, are not named Naw because someone slapped that on a package. No, I mean, they, they, they called him Naw in the Dreamwave book for the one time that he showed up. I think it was in War and Peace. God, I don't, I don't remember that. He was Wheelie's pet. And he's yeah. like, this is Nah. And it's like, okay, neat. And then Sandstorm got shot. And then they moved on from that whole thought process. Universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I can't remember the movie, in, in the movie. In the movie, did they have guns as well? Like, I was just trying to figure out why he comes no. with a gun. He, the Gem 1 came with a gun. The uh, And I think he might have been drawn with a gun in the control art by Derry, but... Um, in the movie, they did not have guns, uh, and only Cup used the tail flail. Uh, the rest of them just kind of, when they were in pop mode, just kind of ran around like, Ugh. yeah, they're, they're very fat and ineffective as robots. <laughs> but yeah, I was just surprised that it came with the gun. Um, I don't know. It seems like they didn't necessarily need to put that in there, but you know, Hey. If you like it, yeah, then, uh, I guess it's not movie accurate, right? It's like right, they, that's what I'm saying. They sort of pulled from the 
other well. Yeah, the minor gripe I have with them is that the the way the head, the upper jaw sits on the back of the head, it should be split into kind of two versus just the the sort of hoodie look there. Um, so that's 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 about it. Otherwise, yeah, this is darn near spot on. But yeah, and, and this was one of the few reveals that didn't leak ahead of time, so it was kind of nice actually seeing a new figure. So, I, I thought it was interesting that they, they actually discussed that quite a bit on the on the stream, so I guess they're, they're well aware of, uh, of all the leaks out there ahead of time. They seem genuinely disappointed that Rekgar got out a day ahead of them. Oh, I'm sure. Well, I mean, the the character art showed up on a t-shirt about a week and a half prior to the uh, the toy or whatever leaking. So, I mean, there there are I mean, and that's just a licensing snafu, uh, and that's going to happen too. But that's to me, that's not that big of a reveal because it's it's basically G one Rekar on a t-shirt. The licensing art is so similar to g1 Rekgar that it's just like oh okay if i didn't if i didn't know that that was going to be the licensing artwork i would have just like all right you know hey here's another picture of g1 Rekgar. well well yes but yeah but but the thing was that there were context clues where that that company had shirts of all these other toys that, that were in the studio series and that was the box art for yeah them. they took they took the box art and like traced it and screen you know made it so it's screen printable and like oh I see. <laughs> I see what you did here. So that was you, know, you had you had to really look and pay attention to figure that out. But yeah, it was a tell, but it was it was it was a vague one. It was it was yeah. yeah. But it was an exciting one. But yeah, and it, and it turns out worthwhile because that wreck card kicks ass. Can, can we pause for a minute here and talk about the fact that I've had these on pre-order from not like a a toy website, but from Amazon for about a month now. So, I mean, it talks about like leaks getting out mm. like this, this wave of toys, especially is like really, really been, been out there for a while. Well, it's it, been, it's been out there. Like the list, like the, the UPC codes and everything have been out there for over a year since like, but, but the sheer fact that you were able to order something on a website like Amazon feels like you know somewhere something you know a couple balls got dropped there and whether that's like maybe this was meant to be revealed at like a toy fair type thing and didn't because of covid um or, or what well the um, other thing with amazon it's not like you could just like click on a website and like oh order it like i think it's the uh the the wishlist trick that you had to do yeah you're gonna do right it. yep yeah. So, so it's not like it's like straightforward where a random person would do it. It's just like some of us crazy people that are like, well, if you add this to your wish list and then you like order whatever using this special link, then you can yeah. order it. So, I don't know. I, I've and had I definitely. It... Sorry, Lucas. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like I've had it on pre-order long enough that I honestly forgot that I had pre-ordered it from, from Amazon. Well, what I went and did on Friday was like I went back and looked at my pre-order. I was like, did I did I pre-order the right thing? Was the thing I thought I was pre-ordering like a month or so back was that the next point? Yes, the things that got shown today, those pictures are now up next to my pre-orders. That you know, we even had like the delivery date expectation change on those once or twice already. 
so so next, uh, Paul, how how excited are you to get a new star screen? Oh, the shattered glass one. Um, yeah. ah, looks good. They did they did it right, and they added some cool stuff. Like the sword is kind of interesting, I guess. I think it, you know it looks good. All all these shattered glass figures look really good. They're like better than the originals, in my opinion. Um, you know, the toys are the the molds are better, and they just uh, they can do things they were like the blur, the old blur was awful. It was that Armada blur, just like come on, no one no one really wanted that. Yeah, we we all just you know squinted and it's like yeah, it's blur, but now it really is blur. You know, it really is. Well, that's G1 why he became blur. evil because he had that body, right. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm into it. The Siege mold is, I think, the best Seeker mold of all time. So, you know, at this point. So I, I'm i all for it. I think it's great. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I hadn't had a chance to ask you yet. You, you would prefer this mold versus the Earthrise? Yeah, 100%. Okay. I think it's more of it's a better action figure for sure. Sucks that it's, you know, like he's basically wearing the jet on his back. But, I mean, it can do, as a, as a figure, it can do way more than the Earthrise one. It has a lot more postability. But I like that. So I, I think that's cool. And I also think it's, going back to the question earlier about, like, why are they, how are they, the way they're revealing stuff. You know, it's like they're definitely deliberately not being like here's all the shattered glass toys bam you know they're trickling them out and we don't know how many there's gonna be because <laughs> there's no leaks please, we please. talked on this show yet about the megatron one yet which one the shattered glass megatron that was again one of those sort of lack of fanfare hey here's an email and some promo pics was the announcement that we got for shattered glass megatron oh yeah i i am um, i totally forgot about him there yeah. you go <laughs> there, there you are yeah yeah, yeah so I mean, that's, that's that's another thing as i was saying that like if we would have had another fan first friday which i mean you couldn't do it with just one but you know maybe throw a couple other figures or a cyberverse figure in there or, or whatever Well, that just shows you the new cycle is so quick. You know, they have your attention on that Shatterglass Megatron for literally 48 hours. So they have 48 hours to sell it. Yeah. Then the next thing is is, is grabbing everyone's attention. We're all, we're right. all children. If, if, you're, if you watch, you know, if you, if you have Transformers in your Facebook feed, it's the same shit for, tw for 48 hours from everybody you don't want to hear from. And then... It's the next toy. You know, then it's a leak after that. And then it's another leak. And then it's Hasbro Pulse. And then it's a third-party toy. You know, but it, there is stuff on every day. Well, like today yeah. is Dynamus. Dynamus? Yeah, yeah Dino, Dynamus. Dynamus Unicron thing. You like leaks? Here's some leaks. Some spoilers oh, yeah, and the shit. Card. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that that Kill card me. thing has had like a lot of weird stuff, like the Decepticon arc. Mm -hmm. Um, it's shown up in that. That, yeah, and I, I think I had those cards for like several weeks before I realized they were a sticker. <laughs> but yeah, because we haven't talked either in, in this show about the Grimlock Mirage set. 
which came out, you know, again, with little to no fanfare and, and boom, there it is on Amazon. It's an Amazon exclusive, but then also available on Pulse. And so, everyone so pre-ordered theirs, and then that was that. Yep. That was and crazy, though, because that was like the number one toy on Amazon for like a couple of days there. 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it was on the front page for 48 hours. I think you can still buy it, can't you? From one avenue or another, I'm sure, yeah. I mean, I think it's been on Amazon the whole time, which blows my mind. Because if it's on the front, if it's in the top, <laughs> if it's on the top, like, 100 toys of Amazon, they're selling, like, thousands an hour in order to do that. It's insane. So I don't know what that really means for that toy. Like, are Amazon exclusives far less rare than we think? If it's not exclusive, it's really rare. And it's worth $250. And I'm not going to get anything less than that when I resell it. I mean, that all has to do with people. That all has to do with demand. People so, being psycho about, yeah, about dirge. But I, I think maybe the reason so many people bought this is because they're worried about the history of what has happened. And so, I don't know, if if like Amazon was like, hey, our, indi- our numbers indicate we should get a lot more of these. So we well, have you would, to sell. By that logic, though, you would think there'd be more GI Joes at Target, and there aren't. <laughs> right. Well, Target but, is not Amazon. This is a fact. But with that too, is 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 you wonder, like, can they increase their like when they first started selling out of some of those Amazon exclusives? It's been probably a year and a half, and isn't that usually the about the cycle that? you know as they're planning on things and whatnot so maybe they maybe they're finally up in their order on on some of the stuff i mean who knows yeah there's definitely been some weird stuff i can tell you about with the gi joes whereas a lot of those figures that are target exclusives were not originally supposed to be target exclusives and it just suddenly changed so so there were there so like retailers or wholesalers were told, like, hey, this wave is going to have Beachhead and blah, 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 and all these people in it. And then when the wave finally shows up a year later, when you actually get the stuff you ordered, it's different than what you bought. And they're like, whoops, sorry. So, like, Major Blood was not supposed to be a Target exclusive up to, like, six months ago. And I think, you know... Target says, hey, we want, we love this Cobra Island stuff. Give us the Cobra Island. They're like, do we still have time to change the box? Do it. Go. Like, <laughs> and then they get it to Target. But I think the production runs, the numbers are, are set way in advance, so they can't really, like, change that. But I don't know. Rick would know better. I just make stuff up. Except for the, except for the, the those, are, that was factual about the, the case breakdowns. Except for the things that I make up. It's all factual. And except for the things that are factual, it's all made up. <laughs> I'm just clarifying. That yeah, I don't know. I don't I'm know. making up stuff about... I am surmising the way the production runs go, but the Paul, breakdowns tell me work when right. I can have a drone deliver my toys to me. Um, well, you want that for free? Never. <laughs> I, I didn't say I want it for free. I just said I uh, want a you, robot you did. to deliver me a robot. Uh, you did. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I don't know. The thing I think is, 
I'd be curious if they're doing some of these Fan First Fridays, too, just to try to get ahead of some of these leaks. Because, I mean, it's been so consistent. And, like, all of these leaks have, I mean, like, like most of them have come true. Like, it's it's kind of amazing, like, like, like how they've managed to not, not stop it and not even, like, get false info out there so that you don't necessarily believe all the leaks you know but it seems like every i mean almost most of the stuff is you know like it's it's like a year to two years in advance and it's like here you go here's what you're gonna get next year but in terms of pictures the non-fan first friday stuff was more of a surprise than than this stuff shown during fan first friday I mean, half of what we saw at Fan First Friday, we had already seen, in some cases, extensive pictures on. But the Shattered Glass Megatron, Grimlock, and Mirage, that was that, that one that I think turned out to be a, a fake uh, Dinobot repaint Grimlock picture that went around the internet a couple weeks ago. But, but the non-Fan First Friday reveals, I have been caught by surprise by those. Again, knew as a toy they were coming, but hadn't seen what it looked like till then. I, I think the difference with some of that is, is that you're talking about selects. And so the retail channel on that is very narrow versus a mass retail toy. That's going to be sold all over the world. That's I true. Think that that's yeah. probably part of why you're seeing that. So I don't wait, know. I selects. Mean, yeah. The, some of the selects and whatnot, um, I mean, not all of them, but a lot of them that went up, like G two Ramjet. Well, you, like Art Fire, maybe. Well, so Art Fire leaked. Yeah, right? Art Fire was a leak. Yeah. But like the like the Shattered Glass Megatron, like how, what, why did that not leak? It wasn't a okay. I just want to you're saying selects, and it's, but I think you mean exclusives, like retailer exclusives. Because none of those other things are selects. Only Artfire and, you know, they're specific, they're different lines. Um, was the Shattered Glass, was that a Hasbro Pulse exclusive? It seems like it. It seems like okay. it, but I, but it's hard to say. Is it, I th- is, is it exclusive with that type of packaging? I thought that's what I understood, that the, the Shattered Glass with the comic book was exclusive, but then there'd be other packaging without the comic book that wouldn't be exclusive? Yeah, I think I think the the toy might not be exclusive, but they're definitely doing the the comic exclusively, and I think they're just they're selling it before they're letting anyone else sell it. But I have no idea. Yeah. But almost all the other stuff that doesn't necessarily leak is I the pattern I've seen is it's usually a, a retailer thing, a retailer exclusive. So it doesn't go in the same like channels as everything else. All this other stuff that leaks is like going to be at target walmart every every store in existence because they're making a lot of them and it's it's the mass market stuff and so i just wonder where does it come from it's got to come from someone kind of high up or like early on in the process like someone in asia is my guess like dealing with manufacturing or something but it is it is bizarre because it it does seem like like you said it's pretty it's pretty accurate the only thing they can't ever seem to get right is kind of like with the Joes that I mentioned, they'll say stuff is exclusive that ends up not being exclusive or say stuff that's going to be in the mainland that ends up being exclusive. 
Like, for instance, I think there was a rumor that Thrust, the movie Thrust, the Bumblebee movie Thrust was going to be an exclusive, but it's not. Mm-hmm. That's the mainline thing, but I don't, that probably hasn't been revealed yet. Yeah, that was going to be another Target exclusive was the rumor. Yeah, well, and then today we saw T-Rex, right? Yeah, like Inbox. And I thought that We've was going to be more exclusive. Inbox, the nicest, blandest chest, non-deco, flat, boring-ass thing that you could possibly release. I'm excited for it. And I guess that kind of goes against what I was saying, because that one leaked, like, a month ago, at least. But is that supposed to be mainline, or is that exclusive? I think think it's a Target thing. But though, but just because it's a target in America doesn't mean it's like a, only a target in the world. Because right, uh, it'll show up at Toys R Us Canada, and it'll yeah, show up right. at Seven Eleven Japan, and it'll show up at someone's mom's house in Amsterdam. Farm, I don't know. Mexico. Right. I think it was at Big Big W in Australia is where it was found today. Something like that. Some toy store. I don't know. So yeah, they're like those are like regional retailer exclusives i just want to find out what what pete was telling us peter was telling us about the other day the uh, afghanistan toys are us i want to know what exclusive they exclusives they get <sighs> diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> they get <laughs> dead star screen dust lots of dust lots of dust and couple yeah so yeah uh, so in terms of leaks, did you guys see someone screenshotted and sent me a leak for the next one? A, a shattered glass that was actually on the Pulse website. A gold bug? Oh, gold yeah. bug, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. For those who don't know, they uh, they they loaded the wrong blurb on their page for a minute. And it said, like, Shattered Glass Goldbug is going to be super awesome and cool, and you should buy him, and blah, 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 whatever the hell it said. And then they replaced it with, was it Blur or Starscream? Starscream. It was, Star, it was Starscream. Starscream. Off the back, yeah. So, so my question to you guys on this is, is that intentional? Is that intentional to get us to talk? It's whoops. Right. I... I mean, I don't think so. I think they fuck up. Like when they fucked up and put up the wrong prices for stuff. Whoops, we just sold this this uh, Centurion droid for 20 bucks <laughs> instead of 30 for a day. <laughs> yeah. I, I truck those more up to whoops, but the marketing stuff to me, I'm sure there are definitely whoopses, but I also think there's a, a viralness to that sort of marketing of... You know, oh look, they made a mistake. Everyone shares it. You know, it gets bounced around through all the transformer pages and text chains and social media. So it's like you you generate, you know, no pun intended, some buzz around a, a new Bumblebee toy. I don't think so, but sure. I just think it's people fucking up. Because <laughs> they fuck up a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I would say it, it's it's probably that, you know, like in the fact that we have these like crazy fans that are screenshotting the website, you know, right away. Like, holy shit, look at this and pass it around a thousand times. So, 
So what do you speaking of that? Like, what do you think Goldbug's gonna be? Any thoughts? Mold, right? But he was hot shot um, the first time around. Mm-hmm. He was hot shot with a new head. I, yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of things it could be because like gold shattered glass gold bug is like kind of a odd oddball. So I don't know. Just put it out there. Lots of cool things it could be. Any any thoughts on who else we're gonna get in the shattered glass uh, releases? Hopefully nobody. You're not a fan of shattered glass, Sarah Peter. I am, I am, I am, I was happy that it came out. I was, I was happy the first, you know, main year that they did it at BotCon. I liked a couple of nods that they did later on and then uh, I was over it. I'm, 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 I'm liking it for those who are enjoying, genuinely enjoying it, but it's, it's just box checking for me. Modern Shattered Glass, I don't, I don't think any of them, I mean, the blur is an improvement. I don't agree with Paul on the, uh, the Starscream thing. I, 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 the mold is fine. The modern siege mold or whatever, but it's not. It's not that Galaxy Force mold. So, eh, it, I can I can take it or leave it. I'm glad that there's hype behind it because we need more weird lines like this. Because the more weird lines we get, the more weird lines we're gonna get. My my only question is is are these filling slots that would otherwise be filled by something else weird like? an unreleased G2 prototype kind of thing, you know, like that we got Sandstorm and whatnot. Like, is this filling, you know, one of those types of slots? I'm, I'm, I'm curious if like, we're not getting those because like, could, could I have gotten a watermelon Mirage otherwise? Unreleased G2 stuff. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, I would like to think that the things that they have in their toy fair catalogs from the mid '90s that didn't see actual release um, are going to be released eventually, um, in some form or fashion. They're just trying to have a cohesive sideline right now. And this seems to be something to kind of spark the comic book as well to get something going with that. Um, you know, I mean, remember with the, you know, the chugs where they used to come with the comic books. Um, and, you know, so a lot of cross marketing with that. And, you know, I'm, I'm assuming IDW is probably hungering for some cross promotion. So, one thing with that um, is that I would actually enjoy having a co- cohesive comic book versus what they did with the old, you know, Thrilling 30 Chugs and whatnot, where it just kind of came with a random comic book because it's like, like, why do, why do I want that? I mean, I guess it was neat because then you read a couple issues of that and you're like, oh, I should, you know, buy all the comic books and whatnot. But, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I... I think it's interesting to do its own, you know. Well, it started where they were the, the character spotlight issues. And then they sort of ran out of character spotlight issues that they were doing toys of. So then it became just the random issue of the comics. I did enjoy a lot of the artwork on that. Clayton Crane was the artist who did some of those early run covers. And, and he's a, a, you know, pretty darn awesome comic book artist. 
um, you know, that did some great work on that, uh, on those covers. That's, you know, sort of the packaging artwork too. Um, later on, as we got into like sky warp and stuff, uh, I didn't enjoy the artwork as much, but, um, you know, again, I think from IDW's point of view, it's just like, Hey, we've got this business partnership. Can you, can you give us kind of something Hasbro to, to push us is if you help us, you know, we all sell better kind of deal. I forgot about the comic. Like, this was a big deal if they made a cohesive five-issue comic to go with it. I mean, it's at least a big of, as big of a deal as the crossovers, I guess, right? I mean, that's kind of what this, what place this sort of takes. Well, I mean, I think it's neat that they're doing some different comics, too. And I don't know, uh, did you see that new Grimlock comic book coming out as well? Like, that looks really cool. You, no, no. <laughs> Peter? <laughs> what uh peter i, I you, you don't like i mean like like the transformers the, 84 was was I transformers mean, was 84 cool. was fan, was fantastic because i love me some Furman and i love i love when Furman does what Furman does best which is slot new stories into existing stories that's i mean he really shines in being able to fit in between the scenes it's really nice stuff and the art uh, by Guido was fantastic, just gorgeous. Uh, but the new IDW universe with with its political intrigue that you can see coming from three miles away is not fun uh, for me. And Grimlock being stuck in fantasy land is not, I'm not anticipating it going to be much fun. Uh, the art can be pretty. And I'll keep buying it. I'll buy all the variant covers and I'll buy whatever because I got an addiction and I got a problem, but I'm not excited about it. Yeah. Um, I... It's at least different than what they've done before over and over again with Transformers. So even though they have done Transformers in medieval times multiple times before, um, you know, but this time it's a whole miniseries. Um but but it's not the same Optimus and Megatron were friends and now they're enemies and. Uh... But we had Cliffjumper in Elfland uh, about a decade ago, isn't that? This is going to be Grimlock in in D and D world. I don't know. It's going to be the next Planet Hulk. I would I would take Planet Hulk. What what if he uh, what if he ends up in that planet with the giant aliens where the transformers are toys again with, with Aaron. Yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Child's play. Yeah. Yeah. What if it like went that wacky? Would that be cool? Might not be cool, but it'd be better. If a comic book embraced the silliness of some of the episodes, especially of season two of the cartoon, I would be all for that. Just go bonkers with it. Like the, the, what, how do you say his name? Scioli, Scioli. The oh. G.I. Joe versus Transformers from a few years ago. That thing was batshit. And it was that fun. Was amazing. Yeah. The art was great. The story was completely freaking bonkers. And I loved it. Yeah. Just just when Earth turns into the, the planet Transformer with Africa as its heart, <laughs> Italy as its boot, America was the shield. Like the different continents made up and, and chunks of land, which, which moved not according to scale because suddenly Italy was larger than Africa. <laughs> um, like that just, 
that 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 comic was amazing. And the one thing I still haven't picked up, and I God, I forgot it was existed, was the the comic book adaptation of the movie that that they they did a a comic book. If they had made a movie of the comic book, this would then be the comic book adaptation of that movie, uh, which in itself is is just like so outlandish, but but unbelievably awesome. Thank you for reminding me of that book, Peter. That is that, that was an awesome book that I, I, I had forgotten about. Revisit it. It's, yeah. it's, it's worth the reread, yeah. I've um, read some of the wiki on it, and it's it reads like a fever dream. Oh, the whole comic book is. <laughs> but there's amazing visuals to it. Like, like, at one point, Megatron defeats Grimlock and basically affixes Grimlock's head to his gun. So, like, whenever, you know, or his hand, so, like, you know, instead of just Megatron with a big cannon, which is not badass enough, he's got a Tyrannosaurus Rex hand, you know, both, again, you know, showing his dominance over Grimlock and a, a nod to, to Beast Wars. So, yeah. So, I, I do want to mention uh, Book Club, if you do want to talk comics, um, that's the place to go. Uh, on the TF Talk Discord. Uh, so they are covering Combiner Wars Opening Salvo, which is RAD 39, um, and then Windblade Volume 2, Issue 1, and Part 2 is RAD 40. So they'll be covering those those few. So that's going to be Sunday night at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central at the TF Talk Discord. So... So I guess the show's wrapping up because that's usually what the uh, call out to book club. Uh, well, sort of I was just uh, gonna mention it because <laughs> Zaldron put it in the chat. But you know, Paul, if you want to go for an extra thank you, Zal. or whatever, then let's can, let's go for forty. Uh, we can uh, we can just keep going. So I mean, we ha- we haven't uh, discussed the uh, all, you know all the various leaks and whatnot too. So well, what about the? Did anyone mention the movie? The movie release. Yeah. Yeah. See when you get you were okay. frozen, we yeah, talked about that a lot. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I I bought that today. Yeah, so. I'm excited. Like I always like to get a new copy of the movie. So yeah, I hope I hope it's uh, I hope it looks really good. Like uh, it should be the best version ever, right? Should be. Paul, you and I have talked though, just like the the watching the old VHS version so many times that with the audio screw ups, that's just like that feels like the way it's supposed to be. And when like Unicron is crunching on, on the planet and it doesn't ring, ring, sound screw up. Yeah. Oh, your brain's like, no, no, where, did, where did it go? Your brain wants to hear it. And then yeah. you don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> so Paul, is that going to be true brain damage? <laughs> is that going to be your project that you're going to have to like edit in those, uh, well, screw ups into the, into the 4k, you know, that's what I'm excited about is that I did not I I started doing it so I've I've done it three times now. I did it from the DVD rip, the 20th anniversary one or the 10th whichever one. And then they came out with a Blu-ray and I was like, "Oh, this is way better. Way easier to do because like there's some scenes where it's the, the drawings are there, the details there, but it's so compressed that it just becomes like a blob." You know, like you're recoloring a blob and it doesn't quite work. Like, for instance, when the Cassetticons are attacking Autobot City, you know, there's like Rumble up, Rumble, Frumble is up close. There's also another one behind him. The one behind him kind of looks like a, a smear on like the DVD. So then I was like, oh, I'll do this in HD. 
and now there's super HD 4K. So I'm glad I didn't do all my work. Now I can finally. I feel like I'm safe to complete my my effort. Until it comes out with 8K. Well, there's a point where it gets. You know, there's no there's no better resolution of the film. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it's 4K. I'm, I'm gonna hold out to the VR version. The VR version. I'm just you know like what's what's the next step? What's the next thing that we're gonna get? Is it's like I, I don't know. I'm making a joke at this point. I mean that would be, yeah. Some someday yeah. would be cool, but that would require like basically recreating the entire film. Three <laughs> D, you know, there'll be supercomputers that can do that. Maybe. I believe it. There's gonna be that like twenty five year window where the supercomputers make everything awesome for us before they take over. It'll be a good time. Sorry, did you ask me? My wife, my wife came down. I missed whatever. No, I, I just made a joke, and then I think that was Lucas's cat that made a noise, and Meow. it was just a weird, awkward moment in general. <laughs> yeah, there. yeah. Get a new cast member here. Just randomly walks in, and do you have a cat that's named after a transformer, Lucas? No, I don't. Okay. So sorry. Ooh. I don't have a cat that's named after a transformer. But my my one of my cats is named after the guy who voiced a Transformer. My cat's name is Orson. Well, his name is Orson Orwell. So named after two different dudes that I, I'm fond of. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Orson. And uh, we know uh, Shane has like all of his cats are named Rumble, Ravage, Frenzy, Rampage, Rat Bat, yeah. Hot Carl, whatever. Uh, he had to buy more cats when they released the uh, dinosaur cassette tapes finally in, in, in mainline. <laughs> Come here, Noizu. <laughs> so yeah, there, there's there's a lot of stuff that has been say more than just heavily rumored, um, near confirmed that that we've been hearing about too, and and uh, um. Stunticons that may or may not combine, um, swoop that may or may not happen, um, legacy being the next thing after this trilogy that we're doing is done. Um, so and we're still waiting yeah. on golden disc edition of everybody, I think. Oh gosh, yeah. So. Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot in the proverbial pipeline. And Paul, to your point, some of that stuff doesn't always happen the way they plan it. Um, I so. think the Golden Disc stuff is is going to be like the Galactic Odyssey, you know? So, Because uh, it seems to me like it's all the listings have come from Amazon in other countries. So it seems like it's an Amazon thing. And um, the question is, to me, is the Galactic Odyssey stuff didn't have product numbers like the WFC E stuff, which means it's like a mainline thing. It didn't have that, but like the other exclusives did, like the the Coneheads did, the Prowl and Ironhide did. Like those are part of that mainline collection, but Galactic Odyssey is outside of it. And I wonder if this Golden Disc stuff is the Kingdom equivalent. 
of that. Because that makes this, sense. This t- a Battle Across Time collection, I don't know if that means there's more things in the Battle Across Time collection or if WFCK40 or whatever number it was is the Battle Across Time collection. I don't know. That remains to be seen. But there were wings on the artwork of that box for somebody. Though I think they're doing more. Was it? I, I apologize. Was it bird wings or reptile wings? Bird. It okay. looked. It looked. It looked to me like air razor. Okay. Wings. You can. Oh, see, I mean, she, if you just look at the. Artwork, she needs a redeco. She's. Yeah. She's wrong. I won't open her because she's wrong. So, she can just. Boop. <laughs> What's wrong about her? I won't open her because Target keeps pushing back my pre-order. I saw her at Target today. Not this one, a different one. Left her yeah. for whoever. Yeah, but um, I don't know. She just she doesn't look quite right. I, I have a feeling that they just like the the Netflix Cheetor. They put out the not quite right Cheetor first, and then they put out this one, which is not quite right, but better. So then when they do the the Maximal Five Pack or the Axelon Five Pack or whatever they decide to do for SDCC, that'll be the perfect one. that's just cynicism talking and experience well you also have the uh takara premium deco line now too so it could always fuck that line fuck it well it's not even it's not even takara it it, it's not even a takara exclusive thing is it not no you can buy them on fucking head for pulse yeah they're on pulse (laughs) they're on pulse everywhere else they're 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 double Retail price for the original molds, original version, and now I get premium scuffy Siege Prime. What the hell is that? Green windows. Woo! <laughs> I mean, come See, on. You, you got the you got the green windows now, Peter. Green windows and premium scuff paint. Yes, but, that's but what we've been clamoring. It's online. It's the PF line. PF line. Yeah. I'm sure that made. Yeah, that makes Peter happy, Phil. But yeah. it does make me happy. Right. Maybe maybe they'll get a PC line after this. I mean, I mean the PF line, you know, it's it's overpriced crap. So there you go. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How dare you call me overpriced? I wasn't gonna take it that far. Goodness. <laughs> oh. So yeah, lots I mean, of cool reveals. Yay. This, yeah, and I mean the leak stuff. I'd say is. It's so weird. Like, and I think we've talked about this before. Is and we were kind of alluding to this earlier tonight. Just the, 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 the I mean, not the ecosystem, or, or you know, I don't know what you call it, but just the the flow of things that that you get the excitement when you see the leak, then you get the excitement when you see the toy, and then you get the official product shots, and then you get the pre order, and then by the time you actually have the, and then you get the reviewers that that get the early in hand ones from overseas. And then by the time you actually get the toy itself, it's like you've moved on to like three other things to be excited about. That it's it's right. very hard to be like in the moment with a new toy. Well, like like Paul was saying earlier, like you get that forty eight hour. Like I agree with you, Phil. That that you know you get that hype, and it's a cycle of hype. And but by the time the toy actually lands, you know, like oh, I found what's his name over at wherever I found him. Cool. I'm already hyped on the next thing and the thing after yeah. that and 26 other things that have already been revealed, leaked, dropped, found, 
discovered whatever. And so my brain is already overloaded and Hasbro knows it. So that's why they keep doing these fan floopity doodle get my wallet things. Yeah. I, I, mean, I think that's, that's one of the are. things I'm really disappointed about, about the buzzworthy line is that like, that was something <laughs> we didn't know about, but it was all just garbage. I didn't care about yep. like how, how great would it be to just like walk into a target one day and be the person that's just like, what, what, what is this? Like, I didn't know about this and this is awesome. And instead that, it's like, what is this? I didn't know about this and I don't want to know about it. Why does this exist? That's how I felt when I found machine wars. In '97, oh, yeah. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! We're done with beasts. We're done with beasts. We're back to oh shit!" And I thought I was special. I thought I was finding something magical. There is, there is that magical feeling of just walking into a store and seeing something brand new, and your brain just like having that minor explosion. And and it's not saying we'll never have that again, but it's it's extremely unlikely. Well, I mean, if you didn't go to transformernews.com multiple times a day and you went to the store like once a month you would get that feeling every time you went to the goddamn store phil <laughs> but, my work is boring my, yeah. my work is not not that enthralling where i i you know don't feel the need to you know stroll through the internet i'm just saying that like we it's our own fault <laughs> that nothing is new and cool like it we're, we're like look we're like in end game content of, of Transformers and Hasbro just isn't supplying no. enough end game content no, for us. No, we, we still need half of 1988. And we need almost all of 1989. We need almost all of 1990. And we're not even going to get into the, the 91, 92, 93 European stuff because there, there is your end game content. When we're getting Scorch and Boss and, 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 and Hurricane and those guys, then I'll agree that we're an end game. And that's only after we've gotten Hosehead and, and Nightbeat and. I don't know, ground shaker. How many primes are we going to get before that? Oh, we're going to get one prime with each wave for, for the next yeah. 26 years. But yeah. right. We're going to have another 17 Tetra Jet Seekers. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yep. And, you know, the thing is, is, like, I'm probably going to buy it because I'm going to be like, oh, I kind of like this on the Deco. And so, well, I mean, if, if you don't buy it, then they're not going to make the next thing. They're not going to do the next subline if you don't buy everything from this subline. They're not going to do Hosehead if you don't buy Sandstorm, the the, the Seeker dude. They're not going to buy, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's brain damage. All of it's brain damage. And they know it. Balls, the flamethrower. Yeah, and that was that was the 1986 uh, uh, lunchbox. Spaceballs, the lunchbox is the 1986 Metroplex lunchbox. Oh my god! God, they should just make. Uh, they should just <laughs> take Art Fire and paint him black or something to be, and just call him Spaceballs, and have a little <laughs> fire attachment that comes on the end of the hose or something. And we'd buy it, and we'd buy oh. it. And be like, check out Spaceballs, oh, the yeah. Spaceballs. Yay! I mean, if they could do a Spaceballs crossover toy, like, I would just lose my shit. They could just call him Flamethrower. And you know it works. Yeah, it works. Well, I mean, okay, you said you're painting him black. Black, in German, is Schwartz. Oh, So, there you go. Schwartz be with you. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Done. We just... 
<laughs> I took a bunch of German in high school. And I never put that together until now. See, and, and this is the thing, you know, we had a crossover show where we talked about like what crossovers we liked and somehow we didn't land on Spaceballs. So there we go. This is why we need to have this like, you know, an hour and a half into the show <laughs> that we can start talking like, you know, random crossovers we'd like to see. You know, you know what else I'd like to see in this Shattered Glass line is this dude. The Cyclonus, Cyclonus in the hot ro- in the hot rod colors, that would be. I would cool. go for that. Yeah, sure. that I was one of my favorite. Soundwave. Yeah, with the headband. Yep. See, see, Paul, you're getting into the the realm of shattered glass that I start to really dislike, and and they were doing that with the later runs where it's just like we're like it worked for Starscream and Jetfire and then they kept repeating that was we're going to take this character's good guy counterpart and bad guy counterpart and just do a color swap like i don't know where these pictures came out from recently but there was like artwork like not like these are toys coming out but something from a comic book or just a bio of Shattered Glass Abominus and Shattered Glass Computron and all that it was, was, was just club. okay yeah yeah so there was just like taking the artwork of the colors of the two carrot combiners and swapping them. And that to me is kind of boring, but I um, like the stairs. I like I, those. I, wow. that, that's fine. It's my opinion that it's boring. You don't have to share it. Um, just know that you're wrong. Um, no, I, I just, I, I liked, you know, shattered glass blur is not someone else's colors. It's an evil looking blur and it works. You know, um, Shattered Glass Optimus Prime is not Megatron's colors. Uh, I think it worked really well for Starscream and Jetfire because of the relationship those two characters had, and, and you know, since G1. Uh, but then when they kept doing it, it got to be a little bit just sort of meh. Yeah. Shattered Glass in general for me, when they just decided to keep doing it, and they didn't seem to have a plan, it just went, that's, I was like, okay, we're, we're good here. Yeah. Well, they started to realize, like, hey, we there's 300 characters we still have to make Shattered Glass versions for, you know? And so they, they did that. I like some of those just color swaps because it, like, hurts your brain for a second when you look at them. Especially, like, those Abominus and uh, Computron. Computron. I, I, li- I think it make, made sense. But it, it was just so inconsistent. Like, whoever... Like, either they should have all been like that, or they should have all been just unique. You know, but um, if they if did all sorts of shit. If we're going to wish list on funny colors of, I want to see done, I want a Killing Jar, Rekgar, Cyclonus, Magnus pack with a Sharktacon or an Alicon. It was an Alicon. It was an Alicon. Yeah. And a Quintesson. Just like, just do it up. Just do it up. Make Negative Universe those guys. Yeah, that's the one, like, color of Magnus and Cyclonus I'm, I can't believe we've never gotten. In anything, that, yeah. Because it was so crazy in the episode. I, like, I always, as a kid, I was like, oh, man, I want that yellow Cyclonus. Oh, yeah. Nope. No, you will I not feel like ever that episode, there was an episode of G.I. Joe that was like a, a two-parter with Shipwreck. Um, that was a... There's no place like Springfield parts one and two, the last two episodes of season one. Yeah, Th- those two episodes and, and the, the Transformers episode you guys are referencing, the Killing Jar, just like, 
just like my six, seven year old brain was like, I don't know what's going on and I don't think I like it. I was horrified by there's no place like Springfield part part one. The first one oh, was yeah. just like, what the whoa, 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 everyone yeah. slow down. They're melting now. What everyone they're just killing people now. They're just melting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and the the killing jar is, is in a similar vein of just like what did they think our kid brains could handle? Because this is not it. It felt like that felt like Endgame stuff. Like like yeah. this. I, don't, I, I mean, you know, it's going to be on tomorrow. But like, I don't know what's. I don't know how they're going to get out of this. Yeah. yeah, they went into a black hole. Meanwhile, every episode of Adventure Time is that is that whole kind of thing. Yeah, I finally found a screen cap of that. And yeah, the, those color schemes need to happen. They're some of the wildest color schemes of all time for a tr- for Transformers stuff. Please do. Please. I mean, I mean we'll buy it no matter what. So. These, these are the molds that need to be recolored 400 times and have premium deco and whatever. These are the ones. Beat them yeah. to death, please. Beat me to death with them. I will die happy. I, I will say Ultra Magnus is maybe not one that needs to be recolored a bunch of times. Eh, it was okay. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. I'm just saying we've already gotten that quite a few times. Give me give me Delta using the Kingdom mold, and I'll be pretty happy. Yeah, I, I would agree. I'm surprised we haven't seen that yet. <clears throat> give give it time. We haven't. We're just. I'm just starting to sure. see rumors with other toy lines of quote unquote convention exclusives. And those those sorts of things should be rolling out in terms of announcements in the next coming months. There is one more SG leak that hasn't been mentioned, and that was the Commander Jetfire. We're supposed to be getting that. I don't know so, if I heard that. Be I don't want it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want to spend the money on on that you know like i don't know it's a lot of money well and there isn't really a shattered glass jet fire like to base it off of so it might be kind of like the ratchet where they just do whatever my assumption is they'll just paint it black like the like the hanky black sky fire ratchet was based on there was a piece of art it was like a single Single pane in the club magazine, if I if I remember correctly. They mentioned him a couple times, but he he showed up before the toy came out, before this toy came out. I think it's pretty different than um, what the toy. What this well, I mean, toy the is. the toy was based on Energon, whatever, Energon Inferno. I want to say the original toy, or the original the original look for him. I could be way off. I might be misremembering. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do know. agree with Ron. The Jetfire mold was really good, so I, I don't know. I'm just not sure that I need another one is all I'm saying. So I don't want to spend $70 on a shattered glass thing that I'm not going to open. Right. Yeah. If they're going to do anything, they need to, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Yep. Well, look yeah, out for that. $80 on a repaint is... Fairly tough pill to swallow. 
But it's, I mean, it's been done probably at this point hundreds of times before. Yeah. Considering all the movie stuff. Yeah. Well, do we, do we have anything else we want to cover before we wrap up tonight? Keep doing FanFest Friday, Hasbro. I'm digging it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, even the Power Rangers one, I, I went back and watched that and had to, like, Google Power Rangers Wikipedia, like, who is this dude with this black suit and that random black, you know, Power Ranger helmet? He's cool. I was like, oh, it's a guy. Like, so, so there you've got a, a point of they are doing a Power Ranger toy of a single episode reference for Power Ranger. So Hasbro is doing that. Hasbro is definitely doing that for other toy lines. And, and, you know, we've seen it with Transformers and hopefully we see it with a few more. Well, uh, yes. thank, thank you guys for uh, being on tonight. And thanks to everyone in the chat. Uh, Zaldron, Catherine, uh, Jay Holla, Ron, Enots. Who am I missing? I know there's some other people earlier. Jazzmeister earlier. Um, and uh, God Ravage. So, yeah, so thank you everyone uh, for joining us tonight. Um, and, uh, microcasters, uh, we're going to do a special microcasters this week. Uh, Rob's going to be on, so we're going to do a little MMC, uh, goodness. And then I think Anna is going to be showing off something as well. So just stay tuned something. for that. I'm not really sure. I, I don't know. She, she's been getting in boxes of things and has been excited about them. So she wants to show them off and, and, uh, you know, since we don't have uh, the oof, ouch, my wallet uh, lately to, to show it off in, so I said, oh, well, well, we'll show it off this week since Christian's uh, on vacation, so. I didn't know, I didn't know we got vacation days at tftalk.net. Yeah, no, I know. Well, and last week we had to do that, too, because, uh, you know, uh, Anna and I were both kind of busy uh, getting ready for vacation stuff ourselves. So I, I, I apologize for not prioritizing uh, the podcast. So I, I apologize, well, guys. You only get vacation days if you're on more than one show a week. So, Paul, you're no longer on more than one show a week. So <laughs> I just wonder, like, vacation. Lucas is eligible. Christian, Anna, not me, not you, not Phil, not Nick. But Nick skips out anyway. You're saying they don't accrue? You had user lose last year, man. It's all gone. You failed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one told me. By the way, for those people who do know Nick, um, he's got some cool stuff going on. Yeah. He does. And and it's his anniversary today, so happy anniversary to Nick and Tiff. Oh yeah. Yeah. So well he he's officially announced it too about the comic shop, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. that's uh Saint Mark's yep. Comics as uh, re restarting and in New York, so that, in Brooklyn, yep. In Brooklyn, Brooklyn yeah. Sup. So, so that should be pretty exciting there. Real good news. Yep. Congrats. So, yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks, guys, and we will see you next week. Have a good one.
This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha, ha, ha.